river kingdoms are an ever-warring group of city-states, kingdoms, and fiefdoms, where lives are threatened every day by conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Mavoy sits the Stolen Lands, stolen from me and my kind, and degenerated into savage conflict. I have been called by many names, Titania, Nerissa, the Queen of Forgotten Time. Herein lies the end of Stagthorn's tale, where Caelan Peacebringer has finally taken control of the wilderness, monsters, romantic entanglements, the affairs of ancient gods, and war. I will lift the heavy burden from his head and bring Stagthorn peace forever. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 142. When last we left our hero, uh, Oleg had risen from the dead to get his murderous revenge against you. Yep. And you had gone blind. Yep. And you had been buried alive. And very loosely, you had given Bryn to Arvetti, although you'd really stopped caring by that point. It was around that point that Talon started to smell a rat, yes, or rather a, ra- a rook. And then Corwin Steel River, in the form of a dream, has returned to help you face the nightmare rook. Which is amazing, because Kalon was really starting to lose his shit at about that point. So, uh, to remind you... Um, Castle Stagthorn itself is basically everyone in it you've seen is in a presumably magically induced sleep. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, Akora Silverfire is performing some manner of ritual or prayer involving Desna that is keeping people's um, minds attached to their bodies and keeping them relatively safe and that sort of thing. Um, and Corwin has said effectively what... <coughs> What his understanding, because Corwin is not the smartest guy in the world, but he's basically got this information directly given to him by Mab, um, is his understanding is what you need to do is go into people's dreams, snap them out of it, defeat their demons, etc., etc., etc. Or help them to defeat their demons. Co- correct. Um, do enough of them, and the hold that the Nightmare Rook has on the castle will cease. Um, because the Rook is presently this gigantic form that is blocking out the moon in, in the dreamscape that yeah. you were looking at. Um, it's, how did I explain this? Uh, the Nightmare Rook is powered by the shared dreamscape that yeah. is made up of all the people in the castle that are currently having nightmares. Yeah. Um, break enough strings and then you will get something you can actually fight. Yes. And then you and Corwin can kill it brutally in family combat. Yes, that sounds like something that we do. And when you wake up, you are in your room. Yep. But we wake up. Yeah, um, so we had gone... Corwin had told me some of this stuff. We'd gone a little way down the hall and freed one guard. checked out in the corridor where your guards are asleep. Basically reached into one of their dreams, freed him, and he has remained asleep. Yeah. But there was like a, a silver, there was some kind of silver effect that showed that he wasn't powering the Nightmare Rook anymore? Uh, correct. So, 
they all have the sort of the sort of aura that you can see that presumably if you were entirely in the waking world you wouldn't be able to perceive. Yeah. They all have basically an aura of silver light <coughs> around them. And when you um that's that's what a core is doing that protects their dreams. When you break their dream, that disappears because it's no longer needed. Yeah, right, that makes they sense. They remain asleep because the Nightmare Rook is functionally holding people unconscious <laughs> and will continue to do so. Because Kaelin's asleep and, like, Kaelin's bopping around, Correct. but the actual Kaelin is asleep in his bed. Correct. You are only, you are only a dream here, and insofar as Kaelin can determine, you seem to work exactly like a ghost. Yeah. Because Corwin showed me I could walk through walls. Yes. Alright. So, for the most part, um, while you are in Castle Stagthorn, um, treat yourself as having all of Caelan's skills and abilities, except that you are incorporeal as well. Yeah. Um, and um, while you are in people's dreamscapes, then you treat yourself as Caelan. Yeah. Unless I tell you otherwise. Sure, no problem. Alright, so... Um... Corwin and I are going to begin the process of rescuing the castle. Yep. Kaylin's first priority is to go up and check on the kids. Yep. Micah and Brandon Tobias. Yep. So where are they relative to you? Um, so I would say, because Kaylin and Bryn have, like, adjoining suites. Yep. So I would say that the kids have their own room, sort of near our rooms. Yep. And that, um, you know, they would sleep in there. And they have, like, night, nan- night nannies and day nannies to keep an eye on them if they need anything. Yep. Who would probably be in there as well. Yep. So, Carolyn wants to head into the kids' suite and see. Yeah, that's for Brandon Micah. Um, Tobias will be in Swetlana's room with Swetlana. Um, so, by this point, um, you have got... I'm kind of imagining like a series of interlinked rooms. You've got like yeah. you and Bryn here. You've got doors that lead you into the children's room, into Brandon Micah's room. There's got a door that leads you into Tobias's room, etc., etc. Because yeah. you're the king, and it's a castle. You can have a yeah. design here if you want. So the kids can get into each other's rooms if they so choose. Yeah. Um, and so closest to you, I think, would probably be Brandon and Micah, followed immediately by Tobias. And that's the order I want to go check on them, so yep. that works. So Caelan is going to, you know, check in with Corwin and then walk through the wall into Brandon and Micah's room. Yep, and you walk through um, either the wall or the door, depending on how you can muster yourself. Yep. You walk through the wall and you are in a children's bedroom. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Um, there's a giant, ro- there's a giant badass rocking horse and uh, various uh, uh, stuffed toys with a Tudor on it. Yep. Um, there is a small, you know, child-sized. Um, what do they call them? Those window, those windows uh, leading, yep. leading outside. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name for it. The, the sort of portcullis. Yeah, yeah. Picture. Yeah. No, no, no. um, it's not that. It's got a name. The, the medieval archway. Yeah, I'm picturing yeah. the window. Cool, wait. Um So, both the kids are asleep in bed. The room is dimly illuminated by a candle. Um, not that you have any real trouble sitting in the dark. Um, actually, that's totally unnecessary in this context. The room has candles in it, which are out, um, because the person that is minding them is a dwarven woman named Agash, who yep. served as Bryn's midwife several years ago, and yep. now sort of graduated on to being a nanny. She's awesome. Um, she is sitting in a chair, 
on the table in the opposite corner of the room, sort of slumped slightly, an open book in her hand, fallen down, as if she's been sitting up vaguely reading while she's watching the kids. Yeah. And has just at some point passed out. I figured the, like, the conception with the night nanny is that someone stays with the kids overnight in case they need anything, but after a certain time of night that person is asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in any case, whether or not she was asleep before she started, she has been put to sleep. Because you're quite certain that your guard outside your room wasn't asleep, because that would be um, fairly bad. Yeah. Um, So she is asleep, both the kids are asleep. They all have silvery auras around them, and they are all sort of twitching slightly, and Brandon and Micah are making sort of little... noises. As if they are troubled by some faint and distant nightmare. So I want to go into Brandon's dream, and I'm assuming at this point that you will cutscene these if they are if they are not the plot dreams. So, uh, Kaelin and Corwin head into Brandon's dream. So before you do that, uh, can you give me a listen check? We all know that Kaelin and Corwin are the best. It's a great start. Kaelin, four. Corwin, on the other hand, with his legendary wisdom, rolls a 24. Good for him. That I personally am tossing this dice back in the bin and getting no, a different No ranks one. whatsoever. No. Because um, he's only good at swimming and mining. So, he listens out. Uh... He does not hit this on the first one. He will hit it on the second one, however. So you go over to Brandon. You can see the silver aura around him. And you reach out with your hands into his head and touch him. And a moment later, you and Corwin are standing in what appears to be the same room, only it's daylight. Um, The window is substantially larger and wider and shaped kind of oddly and curved a bit, almost like a gaping moor. Um, and Micah, in this dream, is in the corner of the room, happily pushing around a bunch of wooden carts and wooden horses, and making happy little neigh-neigh-neigh noises. Over in the corner, however, um, Brandon has his own pile of toys, but he is sitting stock still looking at them. There are a bunch of birds all around, crows and ravens and rooks and the like, all sitting around on top of his various toys, on top of his knights, his toy dragons, that kind of thing, and he reaches very tentatively for one, and there's the bird, and he (laughs) pulls back away from it. And Kaelin is going to growl softly, and then, um, go over and sit down next to Brandon. Duh? I'm here. Duh, there's birds. They're not very nice, are they? Bad birds. What do we do when things are bad? We... stab them? That's right. And Kaelin's going to gently tap on a um, wooden sword yeah. that's um, in the toy pile. Yeah. 
Brandon reaches out for it, and the bird stands on the blade, well, at him, and pecks at his hand, and actually hooks him. Ow! 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 Can you kiss it, Bill? No, it's an owie. But I think if you're strong, you can get that blade away from that mean bird and scare these birds away from your toys. Do you want to have another go? He's right, lad. Your father's killed birds twice, even three times that size. Wow! <laughs> okay. Go away, you mean old bird! He grabs the sword. Good lad. The bird sort of pecks and snaps at him and backs up a couple of steps and gets the sword. You go away! Get! 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 And he swings the wooden blade wildly at them. And the birds back across the room and fly out the window. The window ceases looking quite so more-like. <coughs> Thanks, Dad. Hey. You want to play... You... I want to keep saying trains, but of course it's not what he's got here. You want to play Knights and Dragon? Sure. And can you give me a will save? Uh, 18. Yeah. So, you sit down to play with Brandon and start playing with him, and Caitlin actually starts getting sucked into this. You begin to forget that you are actually in a dream here and that you have come here for a purpose and a reason. It's so close to real life that it's just like actually playing a game mm. with your kid. You are, um, he, I imagine, wants to be the heroic knight. Yeah. You want to be the fierce dragon. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm breathing fire. Like, the, the fierce dragon is trying to breathe fire on the knight. And then the prince, then the princess wolf girl comes in and kicks the dragon in the head. And that's right, that's what she does. Yeah. <laughs> Get away! Ow! Ow! Get away from my pack! And my heart is full of wolf. <laughs> yep. And Kaylin is happily playing with his kid, and you look over, and Micah is in the corner, quiet, and you sort of call to him, and he ignores you, and you something's not quite right here. But you you play knights and dragons with Brandon, and then um. You start to realise how phrase this uh, because it's a children's game, and you know he's three and he's only got so much imagination. Kalen tires of the game long before Brandon does, yeah. as you invariably do. And you go, well, you know, Dad's going to stand up and stretch, and then you go, huh? Right, this isn't actually happening. I'm not Kalen of the dreamscape. I'm um, I'm Kalen of the real Castle Stagthorn. And Corbin, who apparently hasn't been beside you and hasn't interrupted your game or anything, now is suddenly there again where he didn't seem to be a moment ago. And he calls out to you in a big, loud voice, Lad, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, sorry. What? Ah, didn't think about that one. You got... What happened? I I just wanted to play with him a bit to cheer him up, and then... uh... I don't know, the time got away from me. You got sucked into the dream. It 
his, you're, so, you're somebody important to him, somebody important to the stream. Uh, you're somebody important to him, important to the, important to the stream. You'd be pulled into it, become what his dream wants you to be. In this case, it's dark playing with him. No harm in that, but we do have things to be doing. Sorry about that. Yeah, I think... So th- that was what we needed to do for this one? He's going to be all right now? Corwin looks around. I think so. We'd best leave it be then for now. All right. Stay safe, little man. I'll come play with you again another time. And you just will yourself to step back away from him, and suddenly you are in Castle Stagthorn again, holding your child's head, and your fingers come out from inside his head. And he goes sort of once or twice more, then rolls over, hugs his teddy, and apparently just goes back to sleep. Excellent. Uh, Micah on the other side is still thrashing a little, and then corns his blood. Is it me dwarven senses, or do you hear something that sounds a bit like claws on stone? I can't hear anything, but let's go to where you hear the claws on the stone. He goes to the window and looks out. In the waking world, there are things climbing up the side of the tower towards the children's bedroom. Kaelin gazes out into the night, and through your dark vision you see... Three-dimensional creatures, but fairly flat and thin. They are about yay wide, and they look vaguely like very um, plump, slightly three-dimensional shadows. They have claws, they have vaguely humanoid faces with long dog-like sort of um, snouts. And they're climbing, gargoyle-style, up the side of the window. Up the side of the castle, rather, towards the open window. Corwin, we're definitely awake right now, yeah? Aye, no question about it. Okay, just checking because, you know, things are coming to attack my children. This is a, this is a dream I've had. Not per se these things. Alright, then... Corwin leans out the window, pulls Nettle Spike out, and says, Oi! Be away, you beasties! Throws the spear down. It passes straight through the thing completely harmlessly. It doesn't react in any way, shape, or form. Well, that's a bit of a problem. As if you are not really here. We're... We're dreaming. But they're not, they're real. Corn turns a little white. Your body... Well, my body's not here at all. Your body's back there in your bed. Well, I can't get up. These things are real. How can we stop them? We can't. We we have to break the rook spell, wake everybody up. But there's no way on earth we're going to get to them before. Wake them up. Wake them up if you can, quick as you can, and he will grab your hands and run over to Micah. Yeah. Wherein there is a flash. Yeah. Some stuff happens, yeah. and you cut back, and Micah stops. Um. What about the others? The dwarf lass, Tobias? I, I don't know. Um, what well, can we can we can we wake the boys up? Can we get them out of here? Wake up! Tobias, wake up! And we yell. You don't so much as ripple the covers. You are not really here. 
and just as you can hear that slight scratching, that clawing that you were listening for outside the window, you hear something else, the creak of a door, and Tobias's voice. Da? Tobias? You turn around, and in the waking world, Tobias's bedroom adjoining this one opens, and Tobias is standing there, awake and looking at you. Can you see me? Da? Yeah, I'm here. There's something bad coming. Da? No? I must be dreaming. Tobias! Tobias! Da? Something's wrong. Da? And he runs forward, his arms up towards you, runs straight through you, opens the other door, and runs into Caelan, the, the bedroom where Caelan's body is. Sorry, the descriptions of this are a little confusing. Caelan winces, and then, um, keep an eye on the window, I'll see if I can get through to him. And Caelan uh, runs after him. Something bigger down there, some sort of mass that they're coming out of. Or another creature giving birth to them? I don't know, you'd leave more fancy pants for this. I don't know what we can do. I can't just leave him to fight these things on his own. So you run after Tobias. Yeah. He runs to Caitlin's body and begins to shake him yeah. frantically. Da! Da, wake up. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Wake up. Um, Caitlin's going to try and wake up. Da, Caitlin? Ma! Guards! Guards! He yells. He slaps you across the face. Yeah. And then he... Come on, 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 come on. His hand catches fire. Yeah. And he slaps Kaelin again with it. Yeah. And Kaelin's body turns, flinches slightly, burns very slightly, and still doesn't wake up. Yeah. And Tobias turns. Here's the scratching at the windows. No, 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 no. Whatever you are, stay away from my brothers. Climbs up on Kalen's bed, yanks one of the ornamental greatswords down from it, and yep. runs back into the bedroom, and here is your next NPC. Okay! You remember how you've been playing NPCs? Yeah. You're not done yet, there's one more to go. Okay! Tobias Thorne. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> yep. So this is this is now your character. Okay. All right. And we are in fact cutting away from Kaylin because you activate the scene as and when you go and check on the children. Yep. This is the first one you have done. And in the background to this, on Corwin and Kaylin, in the dreamscape, Corwin turns to you and he says. How did he? How did he wake up? The demon that Nesca put in his head still in there in some fashion, or no? But he's no, but he's got um, Swetlana's powers, quite a lot of them. I think it woke. I think it let him wake up. I haven't exactly been keeping current on you. Unfortunately, lad, it's out of our hands now, and in his. <laughs> and. Kaelin and Corwin are basically um, spectators to this 
battle that is happening because yeah. you can see it happening. Yeah. But you are not physically here. There is nothing yeah. you can do about it. Um, and I'm not going to try and play what Kaylin's doing in the background because it's too complicated. Sure. As far as, far as Tobias uh, is concerned, he is alone. He's tried to wake his dar and failed. He's grabbed the sword. Something's coming through the window. There's no one else. Yeah, he's tried yelling. Yeah. The gash doesn't wake up. Yeah. The kids of Brendan and Michael obviously don't wake up. Yeah. So, is everything for Tobias's character sheet clear? Uh, yes, I think so. Um, he's got a great sword. Um, AC, right, combat reflexes, power attack and cleave, burning hands and large person and protection from evil. Yep. Yep. And at this stage in his development, these are not so much necessarily conscious spells that he knows, but... Um, Things that may happen when he gets scared enough. Yep. Yeah, this is the stuff he can manifest. Yeah. Uh, what should I put on the initiative track in a fight with Tobias to fight? Snatches. <laughs> Brandon and Mike are sleeping in separate chairs. Uh, this... Probably matters to you in the sense of not setting her on fire. Yep. So. A gash. There's a gash. Yep. Kaylin and Corwin are here, but insofar as you can tell, nothing from the real world will affect them in any meaningful ways. Yep. No putting them on the battle map. Tobias doesn't have to worry about setting them on fire because he can't. Correct. Tobias. Runs back into here. Right, and that's the window. That's the, the window. Yeah. The window of doom. Because yep. this is the three-dimensional wall going yep. up, obviously. Um, and can Tobias roll the initiative? Yes. Fifteen. Uh, and... Can I have uh, Snatches 1 and Snatches 2? Uh, snatches 1 on 11? Yep. Uh... Snatches two on fifteen. Okay, so Tobias wins on account of being a PC. Yep. So it's Tobias snatches two and snatches one. All good. I'll just prop that there so I can have my still have my dice box. Okay, and can he give me a um, perception? Listen, which is up the top of the sheet with his initiative and things. I suspect it's very little. Oh, uh, yeah, he has no ranks in it whatsoever, but he did roll much better than Caelan. 19. Up, takes after his father. Takes after his mother, clearly. He's hearing this stuff coming. Okay, so from Tobias's point of view, it's what's on your sheet. You have had a string of weird dreams. Yeah. Um, and to give the player more context, functionally, Tobias has had a string of nightmares like Caelan has. Um... He remembers them significantly less well because he hasn't been hauled out of them by someone trying to help him. Um, but he woke himself up from them. That's what I thought it meant. At which point he has woken up in the real world with this sense of foreboding, like something is wrong. Runs out, you run around, everyone is asleep. Yeah. And then you hear the things at the window. Yeah. You have heard them. In, you have heard them in passing anyway. Yeah. You hear them coming up. Uh, so your wager is that you have two rounds before anything actually comes through that window. Okay. Alright, so Tobias is going to position himself about here. Yep. Yeah. Um, between, um, between everyone who needs protecting and, um, the window. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he is going to, um, cast protect, he is going to, um, concentrate and cast protection from evil. Yep. Yeah. 
And then for his second round, he is also going to cast, let's see, yes, enlarged person. So I think rather than Tobias specifically casting a spell, Tobias holding, clutching Caelan's greatsword in both hands, glares at the window and, and says, you're not taking them. No one is taking them. No one's taking them. Get out, get out, get out. And um, Tobias looks bigger and scarier and meaner and larger. <laughs> uh, he actually has a specific um, effect with this. Um, when he gets bigger, his skin also reddens. Yeah. Like in a freak. Yeah, so yeah, Tobias looks like a small boy, but less small. Larger. Angrier. He's used two spell slots. I observe that I have put him as small there where he isn't meant to be. So he is medium and then becomes large. Yeah, perfect. Huh? Um, yeah, so Tobias' spells basically are a combination of Svetlana's stuff and their freaky blood. Yeah. Now I've determined what he has. Yeah. And it's also been the stuff that he's manifested on screen. Yes. So I imagine this is very much, you know, yeah. praying for Aristotle to help him and then getting angry. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he gets, he's angry. He's afraid and he's angry. He didn't want to be in this position because Tobias has been alone before. He's had to protect people. Be- he's had to protect the people he loves with no one to help him before. And even though there's people around him who care about him, suddenly the- when the bad stuff comes, he's alone again. And he is angry about it. Yeah. And then these things begin to slither through the window. They move in a vaguely serpentine manner. They go low to the ground and sort of undulate across the floor. They have arms. They do not seem to have legs. They just kind of trail off into that ghostly tail sort of thing. Uh, and can Tobias make me a knowledge nature check? Sure. It's very likely untrained knowledge nature. Yeah, he does not appear to have put a lot of points into knowledge nature. Um, so he has, with stats in there, uh, Takes us the old man and the intellect, I see. Um, that's a five. Yeah. So Tobias may draw whatever conclusion he so chooses from this. They look physical and corporeal, yeah. although they look like shadows. Yeah. And four of them climb up. Two into the room, two basically hanging on them, but standing on the window ledge. Yeah. Effectively. Slithering over the window ledge. And... The four creatures look up at you, look at each other sideways, hiss to each other in Sylvan, which I believe Tobias does not speak. No, Tobias does not speak. And then they turn and look to you and and speak in a sort of crude, guttural Taldane. Meant to be sleeping, boy. Go sleep. Get out or I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. You stay away from my brothers. I'll kill you. Not hurt, brothers. Yeah. Snatch. Take. You can't have them. Bring to peace. Why you fight peace? Because they're mine and I love them and you can't have them. Dad, Dad would want me to fight. Mom would want... Dad Kalen would want me to fight. Dad Van would want me to fight. Mama would want me to fight. 
And as he says this, his ha- even while he's holding the great sword, his hands begin to glow. Yeah. <laughs> Smell like magic. Kill little magic warrior. Snatch children. Bring them to peace. <laughs> okay. And we hit the first round of actual combat? Pretty much. Cool. Yeah, so if Tobias moves to the center of the room and casts, yep. the snatches climb. Yep. Uh, they don't appear to have any trouble doing it. Yeah, this. I'm fine if I spent my first round of combat on the second buff spell, but I th- thought those were the two preliminary Correct. Correct. Cool. Uh, there isn't a surprise round here because um, Tobias is spending his time uh, casting as opposed to like hiding in a corner or what have you. Yeah. Um, the Snatchers climb through the window, see you, and prepare to engage you, and then we go into initiative proper, at which point you're the first man up. Cool. So, Tobias moves forward. Yep. Still, um, holding the greatsword. His hands glow, uh, his hands glow, and he says one more time, GET OUT! And, um, fire comes out from him, and his hands glow, his skin glows red, and fire comes out from him in a torrent. It's not really directed from his hands, it's just purely... Bursts out the front of him. It just bursts, it it glows from all of him, and comes out in a torrent, and engulfs these guys. And Tobias casts Burning Hands. Okay, so, Burning Hands goes... Three forward, so if you come one further forward, you can clip everyone. Cool, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, which is about what you want to do. Yes. Presumably. Um, and um, I know that combat ha- Tobias has combat reflexes and uh, quite a lot of reach now. So yes. once he's done setting them on fire, they can feel free to try and go around him if they want to. Uh, would you like how his stats change with the protection and the um, enlarger? Um, I have, I'm pretty sure I've got that noted down. Cool. Um, I've got, he's got a plus one to AC because it goes up to then, down now, down he's got to... two to his saves, plus one to his attack and plus two to his damage. No, you are faster and more competent than I am giving you credit for. All good. <laughs> Although, um, given he's two-handing the weapon, does the damage go up to three, not two? Or does it just go up a flat two? Uh, it, it goes up two because it's his strength going up by a plus one. Right, more cool. That's fine, sweet. You're factored in that it's a great sword, sweet. Correct. Then, yes, I'm all set. Correct. Right, so fire bursts out from him, and the stalkers shriek and leap to the side of this and shy away. No! Burn! Alright, and let's see how they are on their reflex saves. Yes, indeed. This isn't a particularly high DC. No, but um, these imp- are the things that you seem to abduct at small sleeping foot. Yeah, yeah, well, the um, I was kind of hoping... Right, so I noticed that they negotiated with the 10-year-olds, suggesting their... Um, Either tactful and right. diplomatic or not not up for much. Right. I have a 14 followed by a 12 followed by less. Okay, so the 14 guy made it. Everyone else is getting hit. Cool. Burn it up. Alright, so we got 4, 7, 10, uh, 14 damage to everybody but uh, Mr. Dodgy who gets 7. Okay. So fire bursts out over them. <laughs> And they... No! And three of them burn. One of them rolls to the side. Oh, good! Uh, and seems to also burn. He's not fading. Yeah. Um, but pulls himself up and rolls up. The fire licks over the shadows. 
Um, and these things stagger around briefly, illuminated like torches, and then they drop with a thud, and there are black bodies on the ground that smell unpleasant. They have physically left corpses behind. Yeah. Cool. Three down. Yep. But I wonder if that wasn't all of them. That one injured. If that was just in the Snatchers too. But nonetheless, that was Tobias's turn. He looms over the, uh, he looms over the last one, um, looking slightly relieved, slightly angry, slightly crazy, and very much afraid because he's still alone fighting monsters. This is not where he wants to be. Cool. And a moment later there is that scrabble of claws on stone and two more of them pull over, having presumably heard the instruction to kill little warrior and get children. Climb up. Up here. Uh, And then... Enough movement to go closer. Close up the window and then basically move forward to here. Uh, at which point they do both provoke from Tobias with his extended reach. Excellent. So Tobias will endeavour to hit both of them with the great sword. Sure. One at a time. So he hits this fellow. Yep. Or tries to hit this fellow for uh, 22. Yes. You smash into him. Cool. Uh, It's a bad day to be a snatcher. Uh, 16 points of damage. You bisect this fairly solid shadow, and something that looks like sort of dark brown, very vaguely reddish blood comes oozing out from it. Tobias can tell whatever else these things are. They are somewhat... They are flesh and bone. It's sweet. And it goes all over the ground. Yep. And then Tobias will endeavour to hit the other one. Yep. Uh, which is a very similar number, 20, 20 yep. set, uh, 23. And uh, less well on the damage this time. Fourteen points of damage. Splat. Cool. Tobias kills them both. Yep. Then the other snatcher is probably better to do that than not. Um, Looks, ducks left, ducks right, hisses at Tobias, and then tries to flow around him and moves. Okay. Now, that one also provoked, I believe. Cool, as long as you're still... Yeah, yeah, it's, he's definitely moving through your threatened area as long as you've got enough attacks. Yeah, I have, th- I have three. Cool, thanks. So I hit him with the third one. Or try to hit him with the third one. Uh, Tobias is on fire tonight, quite literally. Um, so that's um, more than the last two. Tobias, death machine. Yep, uh, deals him... Six, six, 12 points of damage. Yeah, and this is the injured one, so the Snatcher lets out a loud, audible howl. Yeah. The great sword clips him, 
and <laughs> yep. Stagger, 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 go bleed to death over here. Yep. Okay. Alright, Tobias is now, however, completely out of attacks of opportunity, so he's now out of snatch of killing until his next actual turn. It's your next actual turn. Okay. Um, Tobias comes to the window and looks out. Yep. Okay, and can Tobias give me a spot check? He's equally great at that as he is at listen. He gets a um, 14. Okay. So, looking down, you can see there are more of these things. Um, that they are coming from the, bo- the bottom of the tower, the base there, which... You are high up to any standard, but realistically it's sort of three stories, mm. so they're not having to climb endless, endless miles to get up here. There's this black mass at the bottom that looks like a large, squat, pregnant, shadowy spider um, lying on its back, kind of open. Its legs open, wiggling them slightly. And there are snatches climbing off it. Um, you are pretty sure that there is actually a finite amount of them. They're not being generated by this thing or climbing out through it. It's as if it's been carrying them around in its belly, and it's right. It's all, and they're sort of clambering out. Yeah. yeah. So there are a bunch of snatches, and then there is this big, um, fierce-looking spider monster down there. But at the moment, what it's doing is ejecting them as yeah. opposed to climbing up itself. Cool. So the message there is you don't um, have to fight endless waves of these things. There is a finite amount of them, but then there's also this, the other thing out there. Okay, so having looked down, yep. Tobias is then going to move back and um, to about here yep. and um, set up a... And that's going to be his action. He's going Because he's sort of... That's going to be his movement. He's setting yep. up a snatcher, and he's actually not going to hold. He's just going to wait... He's setting up a snatcher kill zone. Yep. And you may um, you may assume that there are other weapons available if you do want to run off and get a longbow or something in that neighbourhood, because Kayla almost certainly has them around. Yeah. But um, you probably don't want No, them. no. I think Tobias could try and go down there and fight the snatchers on the wall or try and kill a giant spider, but the thing is, nothing... There's no one else to protect his little brothers except him. Yep. And, um, like... He doesn't know if he's got the capacity to kill a giant spider monster, but based on what, how that went down, he can kill some more snatchers, so he's just going to hang fire and try and do that. Cool. This is all pretty overwhelming for him. A round goes past and nothing appears to happen, except that Micah and Agash behind you are both making sort of distress noises in their sleep. Yeah. Alright, um, Tobias is going to give it another round. And he may make me an listen check. Uh, 19. Because he's good at everything. Yep, he's boss. You can hear them sort of muttering to themselves. Um, you can't understand what they're saying, but you have heard this language before. Uncle Tristan speaks it a lot. It's absolutely sylvan. These are fey creatures of some kind. At which point Tobias could draw whatever conclusion he likes, but I presume you as the player are um, au fait with what's happening here. Or not? Uh, uh, no, I'm, uh, I've missed that. Um, are they planning a different route in because they don't want to come up this way? No, or no, no, I mean us- more, more broadly. Oh, right, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Ta- doing yeah, 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 absolutely. Titania sent fake creatures to snatch the children. Yes. 
because she's horrible. <laughs> Spectral Kalen is not really being a direct participant in this fight, but he's taking this somewhat personally. Okay, so... This could actually be one of his dream crow nightmares, except it's actually happening, which makes it worse. <laughs> you can hear the snatches and work out with Aaron what they're doing. Um, they are basically several of them climbed up and amassing around the window because it's a choke point for them. They're all going to have to try and come in at once, having been brutally killed trying it the easy way. Yeah. Um, so at the moment, there's a pile of them sitting out there. Clinging on the wall, they apparently have spider climb or something to that effect, and no real problem climbing up. Um, and the other one um, is you can hear voices amongst them that you can't make out that sound a little more solid, a little more normal, and are speaking in Teldane. They're recognizably words, even if you can't make out what they are. Okay. They are also out the window. All right. Um, Tobias is going to come and peek out again. Yep. It's like looking out into an into a nightmare. You look out the window into the dark, and there is this ring of shadows all around the outer window, hissing and clawing at you. Um, and can Tobias make me a will save? She gets his protection against evil on. Which is great, but unfortunately this was the one he rolled the bad number on. That's an eight. Okay. Um, so you see snatches all the way outside the window. Um, and two children in pyjamas that look like your brothers hanging on the wall. Tobias is terribly confused by this and doesn't feel good about stabbing them at this particular time. Yep, concur. So, um, he is, um... There are, however, a lot of targets out there, because this is three-dimensional. Yeah. You're sticking your head out there, there's a bunch up there, and there's a bunch down there. Cool. Tobias, carefully avoiding what may may or may not be his brothers, is going to burning hands the ones down there. Now, they are at the window edge, so they are going to get attacks on you. Right. If you um, cannot, if you cast defensively, if you cast out the window unless you cast defensively. Okay, um... Concentration is the skill. Yeah, he's got a 7 to his concentration. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to make it. Uh, it is a DC 16, if you're, if you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's all first little spells for him. Yeah. Um, uh, so it is a DC 16 concentration check. Yeah, no, that's... Um, the that's... downside to which is you lose the spell. The other one is you cast anyway, let them swing at you. Yeah. How many of them are um, potentially going to be able to get a shot at them? Uh, presuming you either lean out the top and go boom that way, or lean out and go boom that way, you are going to get four of them taking a swing at you. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and if they hit you, you then make um, concentration checks, which could be more or could be less, depending on how much damage they do you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he would retreat back into the room, but he's now really confused about where his brothers actually are. Yeah, and, and clearly there are still two, um, your 
the two kids asleep in the bed. Yeah, so... Definitely, you can see them both. Alright, um... He's just going to look confused and fall back. Yep. He refrains from attacking anyone at this point. And the snatchers start coming in. Four of them surge through the window and float and slither across the ground, moving towards you. Brings peace. Brings peace. Little warrior's enemy hates peace. <laughs> And they slide across the floor towards you, at which point they all provoke all four of them. Cool. So Tobias endeavours to hit these three with his AOA yep. attack opportunities. Uh, however, that's not such a great roll, so we're going to find out about their AC now. That's a 13 to hit this guy. Uh, that will hit him. Cool. Uh, 7 plus 13 points of damage to him. Splat. Cool. Splat snatcher. Um, aim for this guy. Uh, that will hit because it's bigger than the last number. Yep. And that's uh, more than 13 points of damage to this guy. Yep. So I presume he's dead as well. Yep. Cool. And then this guy. Uh, that one may miss. That's a 10. It ducks low cool. around. His, th- his third AoE misses, and he only has three AoEs, so this guy proceeds unarmed. Yep. Uh, unarmed. And they slither up towards you, and flick out what look like sharp claws of shadow, and reach out towards you. Yep. And start swinging for you. Yep. Tobias does not have very good AC, even with his protection up, and it's he's now also a big target. Uh, so that would be... A 20 and a 17, respectively. So, so the, both of those hit. So, these fingers are definitely something physical and real. They cut into you, albeit not massively deeply, um, and then you um, begin to feel cold and chill, so there'll be some saves on this as well. So, can Tobias take five from one? Yep. And one from the other. Alright, so six total. Yep. Followed by two fortitude saves. Sure. Uh, 24. Yep. And 20. Sure. So Tobias feels a cold chill go through him where their claws have touched him. He feels weak and vaguely sleepy for a moment, and then just pushes this effect away. Yeah, and that's them. Yep, and then it's the next round of Snatchers? It is the next round of Snatchers. They flow around you, running right through the fruit area, because there's yep. nowhere else they can go. Um, but Tobias only hit... It, it, even a little Tobias with combat reflexes only have so many AoEs. These ones are not engaging you, they slither past you. Yep intent on whatever their goal is. Yeah, one assumes the children. And then it is um, Tobias. Right. Okay. Tobias is going to hit this one. Yep. Uh, Tobias crits that one. Cool. Well, crit frets. This seems quite normal. They have all... Okay, um, he fumbles on the confirmation, so just a regular... Or, um... 14 points of damage. Just flat. Cool. 
Um, then he uses cleave to hit this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mine's too good. Yep, uh, 17 plus um, 7. Tobias is a tiny god of melee combat. <laughs> he is a tiny god of melee combat. Um, and he gets uh, uh, 15 points of damage to, I would imagine, kill this fellow. Cool. So that's all his standard. Yep. And then for his move, he is going to um, come up to here. Yep. Um, at which point anybody who moves will provoke from him. Yeah, theoretically these guys can five foot step out. Yeah. And, um... But it, 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 it gets the... Um, it gets the um, these two, and it means those guys have to slow down as well. Yep. And it's the best he can do. Yep. Like he's trying to fight smart. His instincts all scream to turn away from those two and run after his brothers. But he's feeling this cold burn into him, and he knows he can't do this forever. He's already starting to slow down. Yep. Um, so he's trying to fight like Caleb would and um, reserve his and um, stay alive as well as um, trying to hold them off. Okay, and that's his whole action. Cold steel. Children should not fight. Children should know peace and sleep. Children are not meant for steel. This one slides in front of him and stares up with it. These things basically have no facial expression. They just have the blind face with the dog's snout. But it stares up at you with where you assume its eyes are and looks at Tobias. Bring them peace. Not stopped by war. Whatever it takes. Dumb. Tobias, holding the great sword in slightly trembly hand, says, Dark Haven says everyone has to protect themselves. Darvan says I'm a thorn. It's my duty to watch out for people. Alright. So, this one slashes at you with its claws on a six and misses you entirely. Yep. Caitlin dodges away. This one slashes at you with a twelve and then steps back. Yep, the 12 doesn't do it. The protection from evil helps me. And the other two endeavor to slide more slowly across the floor, flattening themselves out and wiggling across the ground, functionally tumbling. Uh, One of whom moves too rapidly for Tobias to do anything about, the other one of which slips to the floor but doesn't seem to drop as quickly and more ends up crawling. So he fails to tumble, moves to here, and provokes in the process. Cool. Tobias takes his first AO, um, rolls a very large number, gets 26. Yep. And uh, messily kills him, I would imagine. Splat. Um, he's still got two AO... Um, AOs. Yeah. AOs um, left, but you know, no, no, no targets at present. Yeah, of yeah, the present round. Whatever else these things are, they're clearly reasonably intelligent. Yeah, yeah. Learning as they run into you, they yeah. weren't expecting resistance. Yeah, yeah. And it's clearly not something they're terribly accustomed to. Like, yeah. I don't know how much of a percentage Tobias. Eh, Tobias has actually seen enough of this to realise that the guards are probably a match for these things fairly yeah. easily. They're yeah. much better at doing unarmed children than they are actual warriors. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, at this point, let me more people The kids step in through the window. Yeah. And you see Brandon and Micah in the same PJs that these guys are wearing climb in through the window and look at you. Tobias! Tobias looks real confused. He does not understand what's happening here. This stalker slides across, reaches up to Brandon, and hisses to him. Safety! Take you to safety! Wraps his arms round him and picks him up from the bed. Yep. And basically puts him over his shoulder. Yep. And then begins to turn, and that is the extent of his actions. Yep. Okay. Thing, thing, uh, Tobias hears more noises that indicate more things are climbing up outside the window. Yep. But that's not a surprise, so I'm not going to call for a listen check yep. here. Um, and they do, in fact, show up. So, um, you, uh, d- You've had the kids' initiative. You know that Tobias gets in action before the snatchers get another round. These are more snatchers. Oh, so this is, um, these are the snatchers too. They're the snatchers one. Oh, okay, and then the fine. kids go next, technically speaking. Right, yeah, yeah, no problem. Sweet. Uh, so four more snatchers climb up the wall, and then two kids yeah, effectively, walk in. You can, te- you can see two of them, and the other yeah. two are basically directly under them. Yeah. So if these were definitely, um, if these were definitely snatchers, this is a great opportunity for um, burning hands. But he doesn't want to. Ri- he doesn't want to risk it at this point. Yeah, if you go far enough, you can throw one out the window. Yeah, which is because um, uh, it's a car. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, he's got he, he's got a lot going. There's a lot going on over here. Back to Tobias Thor. Okay, all right. Um, so Tobias um, can't get two of them with Cleve right now. Um, so he's going to five foot to here. Yep. And um pick off the two that he can get. Yep. Okay, so that's a um uh twenty. Yep. Yeah. And uh fourteen. Bias is vastly more lethal than I was so. <laughs> Necessarily anticipated. I'm just playing these stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also rolling lots of 15. Yeah, yeah, that's a big help. And then he's going to try and hit the other one with the cleave. Yep. Uh, and that's a 14. Uh, I think does. That will indeed hit him. Cool. And, um, yeah, and he rolls max damage and kills that one too. Um, and that's his whole action because he five foot stepped, he can't now move. Yep. Which means he can't block. There's no way he can get to that one. Yep. But it was like, if he doesn't keep killing the ones that are in melee with him, he'll yep. take lots of top torture. Tobias is freaking out. He can, like, he's not 100% certain, but he thinks that's probably, the, that's probably his brother and he can't stop that one from getting him, but he can't go any faster than he's going. And then he stands in the, 
it seems are looking like a guy who's hoping people will walk into a threatened area, which is unfortunately not exactly covering the whole room. Struggling slightly under the burden, these things are clearly strong enough to pick up a kid, a um, three-year-old. Yeah, but not easily. Yeah, um, struggling under the burden, the, the snatcher sort of wiggles and writhes across the ground, double moves, and gets yay far across the room. Yeah, the problem is one of the other pricks can take it off him now. Yeah. Team snatchers one. Having learned something, will approach Tobias yeah. and not try and pass him. <laughs> and the other two flow around you, moving towards the sides of the room rapidly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Brandon and Micah very slowly sort of toddle forward. Toddle forward. Yeah. Um, looking uh, to the camera just a little ungainly. Yeah. Like three-year-olds can normally walk pretty well. Yeah. These guys are just slightly wobblier on their pins as if they're sort of one. Yeah. It's, um, like, um, Tobias is pretty confident the ones in the bed are his brothers, which would mean that these aren't. Yeah. But he's not. Com- but he doesn't have a lot of non-lethal capacity. Yeah. He hits things with a greatsword and instantly kills them, which absolutely would apply to three-year-olds. Or he sets things on fire, which is even more lethal. So he's not hitting those guys, and there's no sign that they're in danger from snatches. So he's not trying to protect them. He's just kind of avoiding them. Yep. But he's also not fireballing in, he's also not burning hands in any area they're in, so it's it's kind of paying off for them so far. Okay, is that everybody? Yes it is. Alright. And Tobias, when his round begins, may give me another listen check. Sure. Uh, 13. Okay. So, somewhere in the castle, there are some noises indicating that something else is happening that isn't in this room. Yeah. Elsewhere outside the window, you can hear heavier scrabbling and climbing noises, as if the great spider is now on the move. Yep. And over to you. Okay, um... Alright, so... Let's see here. So we've got that one, that one, and that one. I'm just lying ash down. It's obviously a horrible monster. There's no, um... There's no good rub for burning hands, so we're just sticking with plan melee. Uh, burning hands can easy hit those two. Yeah. He's only got three of them left. He's aiming for more of a cluster. Fair. Although he can only hit two of them. Mm-hmm. No, he really wants to hit this one. So um, he's going to come... Uh, can he make it to here? Yeah, yes, easily. Cool. He's going to come to here. Yep. Um, and he's going to hit the one holding Micah. Yep. Sorry, Brandon. He's going to hit the one holding Brandon. Or at least he's going to try. Uh, that's a uh, 13, so that will hit. Okay. So, 
as you go to swing at him, he brings Micah up. Mm. Brings Brandon up. Oh. Like a shield. Uh, they have functionally raised AC when they have prizes. Uh, yeah, makes sense. They have, yeah, I, I have listed it as human shields. Yeah. But that is functionally what he is doing. He's yeah. hiding behind Brandon. Yeah, and that will do it because that was, I suspect, because that was relatively right. low. Right, AC goes up, and yeah. Tobias basically swings and then stops because yeah. he's presumably not prepared to cleave for Brandon. Definitely not. And because he doesn't hit, he doesn't, he didn't get hit, he doesn't get to cleave. Yep. So that's his whole round. Yep. However, he is now in melee with these three. Yep. Who um, may want to consider their um, movement options. Yep. That's the best he can do. Okay, so team of snitches two is that one guy with Micah, I think. Yep, yep. Uh, could try tumbling with him. Doesn't terribly love his odds. Uh, he will five foot step forward, turning and hiding behind Micah. That's right, Brandon rather, and then lashes out with a claw as he does so. Yep. Uh, for an 18 to hit you. Which will definitely hit. Can you take one point of damage or fortitude save? Yep. Uh, that's a 15 on the fort. Yeah. Tobias feels cold and unpleasant, but not enough to have a, a mechanical effect. Yep. This one walks off, picks up, slides off, picks up Micah. Yep. Um, rolls all the way around to there. Uh, leaves the other two. Come forward and try and pin Tobias down, uh, at which point they both take swings at you, uh, and will will waff horribly on both counts. So both of them swing at you. They don't actually look like they're trying to hit. They look like you're, they're trying to harry you into a corner. Dark Cable has taught you about this sort of thing, when people are trying to push you out of position or fight you defend or fight defensively so they don't get hit. In this case it looks like they're trying to stop you hitting this guy. They're yep. making another checks to raise his AC. Yep. However, they are failing to hit the difficulty ten. Good for them. So they both flail at you and miss in an ineffectual fashion. Cool. Uh, the two kids come forward. Yep. And that is then Tobias, who gets another listen check. Uh, 18. There's a giant spider outside the window? Okay, two things. There is a giant spider outside the window. Where's my giant spider? This thing is just out there, functionally. Just about to climb in the window on the next round. You also hear um, somewhat quiet but hurried footfalls coming through the castle. Um, somebody that sounds like they are alive have feet, which is a plus compared to yeah. what you have here, 
is running around somewhere over here, running through around Kaylin's room. Yeah. Or at which point Tobias will shout, Help, 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 help! Very loudly. And then, um, or technically, they're sort of round here in the corridor, but they, they yeah. in this, somebody is physically in this vicinity. Yep. God knows who, but I don't imagine Tobias. No, 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 Tobias will take pretty much anyone. And now it is his turn. Even, um, what's that kid? The kid that told them all that stuff? Oh, um, I, I wrote his name down. Well, that's Jacob something. Or yeah, he will take Jacob at this point. Jacob must have absorbed something in fighting training. Yep. <laughs> Alright. Jim Tobias needs someone to help him here. Alright, and it's him. Alright, um, how many of these guys can he hit with burning hands? So, burning hands is a 15 foot cone, meaning it goes up to three squares out from you. Yeah. So, you go one, two, three this way, one, two, three this way. So, so those two. Just those two, okay. Um, if you come back, if you're prepared to provoke, you can come to here, uh, which I believe, yeah, you can blast those three from there, but yeah. you end up provoking twice to get there. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. All right, um, he's going to um, stick with plan stability. Cool. So, um, the other one being if you don't want to get hit, you can step back and provoke um, from only the kid, whether or not the kid will actually hit you is yeah. the question, and then blast the two of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, um, he's going to take a swing at the one holding Brandon. Cool. Okay, uh, so that's, uh, 14. He dodges. Once again, he hides behind Brandon. Crap, okay. Alright, and that is unfortunately Tobias's round. He's getting pinned down in the corner. Cool. Can you put a mystery guest in the initiative at this point? Uh, sure. Green or black? Blue to indicate that I don't Blue know. Blue for miscellaneous question mark. Alright, do we have the initiative tracker plastic bag anywhere? Yes. That would probably aid me enormously as market pens. Thank you. Okay, so take out A here and put Blue mystery question mark. Okay, where should I put blue mystery question mark? On the top of the round about Tobias. Cool. So for next round. But right now it's unfortunately a whole bunch of snatches and hits. Yep. Technically speaking, is that one first and then anyone else? So he's going to carefully five foot step. Yeah. Yep. Escaping slowly with yep. surprise. This snatcher picks has Micah slithers over to here and hands Micah to this one. Yep. That's a scenario I've been afraid of. And then slithers to here. Double moving functionally. Um, this one is not going to be a bit short. This, so I'm just going to trade that one out for a um, goblin so I can keep track of which of kids and which yeah. monsters. Um, 
door. So pass, pass. Um, the other two are going to harry Tobias. Yep. Again. Um, this time, given they have multiple targets, they're going to just try and stab, slash him. Yep. Directly. Uh, for a complete fluff and a 14. The 14 hits. Cool. I have four points of damage and a fortitude save. Yep. Uh, Tobias, I fear, flubs the fortitude save. That's nine. So a cold chill goes through his body. He feels sort of fatigued and sleepy. Uh, what this manifests is, is you lose a point of strength. Okay. Um, so drops him to a 15. Alright, um, which means he gets, um, uh, drops, um, it's a relevant point of strength, so that's a minus one to one, attack and one, minus. One hit, um, two damage. Okay, so that effectively negates the being large. Yep. Except for the reach, which you still possess. Well, except for the reach, which I still. And, and, it, and it takes the attack, negates the attack effects of being large. And then these kids at this point, you see Brandon and Micah asked you. Night, night, Tobias. No, at this point, Tobias's eyes flash briefly red. You're not my brothers. And he puts it together because he has the family history of context. They're changelings. Tobias is calling out. He sees what they're doing here. Yep. He, these two are their legitimate targets. And this one provokes from you as he... Brandon provokes from you as he goes past, or not Brandon, as it were. And Tobias will attack him. Nice. Alright, and that's the first of his AoEs, and that's an 18. Yeah, you hit him. Uh, and that is... Uh, uh, 11 points of damage. Yeah. Um, uh, Ken Tobias, make me a Wilson. Uh, 19. Okay. And he freezes... Uh, 21, sorry, because he's got the protection from evil. He freezes for a moment, as this looks so very real. Yeah. He slashes Brandon, and Brandon looks... Staggers across the room, collapses and dies, and continues looking like Brandon. Yeah. Like, it looks like there's a dead kid on the floor, yeah. basically. Yeah, Tobias is really scared. Yeah. And really horrified, and that's probably a permanent psychic trauma that's going to stay with him. Uh, and that is the kids. And then it is our mystery guest, who... Tobias hears a voice coming from thin air, seemingly, um, sounding a little confused. Not somebody that Tobias recognises. Um, and... He is, kid, stop him getting out the window. And a volley of arrows appears out of thin air and goes thud, 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 thud all around the room. Yep. This one. I thought that was just another snatcher. If it's a baby changeling, I feel bad about the, uh, 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 having killed it. You don't know if they change form back. Yeah. Or... 
Okay. So an arrow goes thunk into the snatcher. Yep. It drops. That, sorry, one one. An arrow goes thunk into this snatcher. It drops. An arrow whizzes past and misses this one cleanly. Yep. Um, and then three more arrows go thud, thud, thud into the spider-like creature. Yeah. Which makes a hissing sound, drops away from the window, and a few moments later you will hear a splat noise. <laughs> oh, excellent. And then it is Tobias's turn. Cool. Uh, Mystery voice shouts at him, stop them getting out the window. Yeah. Tobias is now actively crying. Yeah. So he takes a glance over at the dead Brandon on the floor, the dead Brandon person on the floor. I think I did a bad thing. Okay, Mystery Voice, I need help, thank you. And he is going to flat provoke. Absolutely. Um, from both, anyone who cares to as he moves to here. Yep. Uh, so first, uh, yep, you do provoke from both of them. Yep. Uh, the one holding Brandon will miss cleanly, the other one will hit you. Yep. Deals you a whopping one point of damage. But unfortunately I fail another Deals fortitude. You one strength. Fortitude save. However, the happy news as far as that goes is that that drops me to 14, which makes things yeah. no worse. And for the effect here, Tobias is starting to feel vaguely fatigued and sleepy. Logic yeah. would suggest when you hit zero strength you'll pass out, or yeah. you'll probably be dead before that, because Tobias is vastly stronger. Yeah. And, um... He is going to aim for the one uh, holding Micah and hope for a better roll. Yep. And he does not get the better roll. Okay. Um, however, um, A, he's done really well tonight, and B, he is now in melee with both of these guys, which yep. means they have to slow right down or he'll start stabbing them. Uh, keep in mind, um, Tobias is functionally one of your counsellors here and has the kingdom's hero points if you yep. desire them. Um... I've only got one Kimberlong hero point left. Nope. Let's have a look, see. Um, yep. Uh, yes, Tobias would like to draw that. I think this was a good. This would have been a good round to hit that fellow. I'm just making the um, distinction clear that he's a yes, no, I fig- target for it. I figured he had. Okay. He gets the unicorn, Tristram's car, yep. and spins it to re-roll that hit. Yep. That may well not do it, but um, he is going to try. And alas... So, so, sorry, I'll no. interrupt you. No, go ahead. Uh, so that is actually the card of changelings. Oh, uh, sweet. Things, uh, or thus I have deemed it, because yes. that's all on me anyway. Uh, on the basis that the changelings are giving you what you want, uh, that you get, you know, the proper baby instead of the instead of the lousy human one that you have. Creepy. Yeah, creepy. All right. Uh, which functionally is two re-rolls. Right, so one of which I have spent. You've got a two, you've got a three. Yeah. You've got whatever you roll here, take the best of the three. And that is an eleven, which is much more like the number I was looking for. 
which plus my regular six, because I no longer have the extra strength bonus, Correct. is a 17 to hit the one holding Micah. So again, it ducks behind Micah and sort of... And Tobias at this point is remembering one of Caitlin's old lessons, deep, important strategy, like when you can't go high, go low, and basically steps around and lops its tail off instead. Yeah. So you hit it. Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, for max damage. <laughs> At which point, it drops much. <laughs> yeah, I imagine, you know, he gets hurt, but... <laughs> uh, like, you're talking, like, if I'm carrying a kid in my arms and I drop him on the yeah. floor, normally what will happen is there's a thud and the kid wakes up crying. Yeah. Here there's a thud and Micah just stays asleep. Yeah. Like, he's not meaningfully injured. He'll have a yeah. couple of bruises tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, there's more snatches to come pick him up and he's right by the window, but... Yeah. On um, an irrelevant point, yeah. Tobias has cleave, so he's going to have shot at the one um, holding Brandon. Uh, and roll well. Uh, so minus two, of course, so that's merely a 19. Why? The one holding Brandon takes another uh, 13 points of damage. And that is him gone. Splat, and both kids hit the floor like rocks. <laughs> Happily, their three-year-olds are not babies with tiny, fragile baby skills. Yeah. Well, also, frankly, I imagine this room is carpeted. Yeah. Like, if they were six-week-old babies, it might be a different thing. Yeah. But you drop an eight-week-old ba- uh, sorry, an eight-month-old baby onto the carpet, the kid will cry, but he's not going to explode. Yeah. The kingdom has no more hero points, but that was totally worth it. Thank you, random unicorn card. I'll just redraw this number to zero. All right. And um, for Tobias's round, he kills the two holding Brander and Micah. Yep. And, and then looks around in a slightly panicked manner because, you know, he doesn't feel good about this scenario. There's still a whole bunch more snatch- snatches and things. The two remaining snatches in the room look at each other, hiss in Sylvan, hiss at this guy, who runs across and jumps into bed. Yep. Jumps into Micah's bed and pulls the covers up over his head. Yep. Um, and these two, whatever discussion they have had, clearly involves let's get this done faster and less cautiously. Yep. Runs past you, and then endeavours to pick up Micah. Yep. Thus provoking from you twice, technically, but yep. one first. Yep. And then, of course, the other one's going to move, too. Yep, so that is a... Um... 16 to hit that one. Splat. Yep. And, um, that's, uh, 13 points of damage. Splat. This one is going to run straight around you. Yep. Provoking again, and you're trying to pick up Brandon. Yep, and I do still have the last... I believe this is the last... No, this is a new round, so this is my second AoE. So I have um, 18 to hit that one. Hit. And... 7 plus 4... 11. So he is struggling to pick... Brandon up and try and lift him back into human shield position when Tobias takes his head clean off his shoulders. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there is a small hissing and yelping noise. I presume that that was the lowest damage I've rolled. I presume it's enough? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. 
Tobias is hulkingly strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at which point, pass, pass. Um, there is a whistle of shoot an arrow. Don't have any trouble doing that. That goes thunk into Micah's bed, hits whatever is in it, and kills it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something brushes past Tobias, looks out the window, and you hear a voice, that's all of them, we're clear. And a moment later, somebody appears in front of Micah, just appearing out of thin air. Um, a man in what looks like dark Halen steel armor, but made of wood instead, with short blonde cropped hair. And he looks at you, and sees the room covered in blood, um, and bodies and everything else, looks at you sort of... Does he look vaguely familiar? Sort of. He like, does look vaguely... Yeah, he looks a bit like Uncle he Tristan. He looks a lot like Uncle Tristan. He clearly isn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see his, you know, he's wearing the much heavier armour than Uncle Tristan wears. He, he looks at Tobias... Uh, Tobias is now like tears are rolling down his cheeks he's clutching the great sword in, in trembling hands and just sort of looking around and kind of carefully puts his longbow away and then reaches out and takes the great sword off you gently or just puts it down on the ground hey kid kid it's okay it's okay I'm I'm Triss you're safe you're safe and, um, Tobias sort of tentatively touches him and then flings his yeah. arm frantically round him and gives him what is frankly quite a choking hug yeah. because Tobias is freaky strong. Yeah. But I don't imagine Chris himself is pretty voice. hardcore. Yeah, so he's not. I it killed I killed it and it looked like Brandon and I killed it. I don't know what it was. Janet Kaylin wouldn't wake up. It's okay, kid. Kid, kid. It's okay. It's okay. I'm. I'm Tris. You you look like Uncle Tristan. There's the slightest flinch that goes through his body. I'm your I'm your uncle. I'm your real uncle. I mean, I'm your uncle too. I'm I'm your uncle like Tristan is. Okay, so I've just I've got, come to the castle. I've got more uncles. Like I've got lots of dust. <laughs> like like Tris, who is several steps behind on this, uh, thinks for a moment. And then, because he does actually have all the information, yeah. it's merely that up until this point, Tobias has been the a theoretical, theoretical concept. concept. Yeah. Um, and suddenly, he's got his warm ar- his arms full of warm, crying kids. Yeah. And he thinks about that for a moment. He says, "Yes, yes, Tobias. Just like you have lots of dads, <sighs> you have lots of uncles. Thanks. I'm one of them. Okay, but I'm glad you're here." I'm glad you're here, Uncle Trish, because I don't think I could have killed the spider because there were too many and they kept coming and they kept coming and I couldn't kill them all. Yeah. It's just like when they came for Mama. And Tobias, at this point, is just full-on crying. It's not really Brandon, is it? Because I thought it was a, a... a bad thing, but it it still looked like a kitty even after I killed it. Tris at this point picks you up entirely, puts your head into his shoulder and says, Shh, it's okay, kid. Um, shut your eyes. Okay. And carries you round the room. There are some slightly wet thumping noises, a couple of splat noises, <laughs> um, and when, and he says, it's okay, it's okay. 
Open your eyes. Everything's fine. Everything's safe. Um, Brandon and Micah have been dragged vaguely back in the direction of the abyss. Yeah. They're kind of just left on the floor where Brandon happily curls up into a ball and stays yeah. asleep. Micah continues to twitch slightly. Yeah. And as you watch him, that probably stops. Yeah. Um, the bodies of not Brandon and not Micah seem to have disappeared out the room. Yeah. And there is a strange light glowing from outside the window as if someone has just set a fire outside the room. Yeah. And Triss shows um, no signs of being particularly upset by this because boy is he happy to kill every changeling he can find. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Tobias is going to... Um, Seek some advice from Uncle Tr- Tristram about this later because he feel he's worried about the changeling. He's worried about what he thinks might have been changelings, but for right now he's content to let the grown-ups be in charge. This is it's okay. It it wasn't. They weren't your brothers. Your brothers are there behind you. Your real brothers. I thought they weren't because of um. And Tobias looks at Triss and says. Because I think Tobias would have picked up on enough of this story. Absolutely. Probably yeah. not necessarily being, um, or probably being told in abstract that Triss has come back to the castle tonight, but not yeah. actually met him, but he's certainly got the background. Yeah, there. there's just... Nobody, nobody's endeavoured to hide Tristan's changeling nature. Indeed, yeah. it's been widely that's advertised. That's part of what's um, freaking Tobias's tiny brain out right now, is yeah. that, um, you know, like, it wasn't like a baby Tristram was it? It, 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 it really better not have been like a baby Tristan. If it was a monster, but he hopes it was a monster. He says, "Oh, you're you're my real uncle, right?" The Dark Helen said he hoped you would come back one day. And then they, I think they said you had come back, but I'm I made there was this really good dessert at dinner, and I didn't quite follow what all the grown-ups were talking about because they're always talking. I know I'm supposed to pay attention, but. Sometimes I I don't. It, it's nice to meet you. Thank you for killing the spider. I don't know why the others won't wake up, but it was really good not to be alone. And Triss, who flinches again when Tobias says, Caleb wanted you to come back to the family, yeah. runs, holds Tobias and runs his fingers through his hair. It's okay. Okay. It, and Tobias's um, clutching grip has lessened to a more normal child grip. Yeah. And at this point, he's gotten considerably smaller and considerably yep. less red, and is yep. now regular Tobias child size. And at which point, Chris considerably is, easier to carry. Chris is going to take you over and put you on one of the many chairs. And yeah. And it's okay. It, it's. They're like changelings, but changelings are usually a lot littler and not so grown up like your brothers. They, they're usually babies. He stares out the window and his eyes narrow. Those things knew what they were doing. You did good, kid. You were right to get rid of them. That's what my dad says, and, and mama too. You have to fight when things come from your family. I take you down to the kitchen and get a snack, but I, I don't think we should leave. No, no. It's like fumbling. I, I, I'm okay. We need to watch out for them and make sure they're going to be okay. I just got a bit upset there, but I'm okay now. 
Here, try this. It's a foiled sweet. <laughs> yeah, suck on it for a while. And Tobias is like, um, he's looking around the room. He's he's got a good grip on his chair. He's got his eyes. He, he's sort of looking to Tris, but he's also got his eyes on the window. He's looking for where Tris put the great sword. He's ready. Like if anything else comes in, he's yeah. going to be ready for it. He's had his yeah. he's had his his head is cry. And Tris sort of glances over at this, looks at it, raises his eyebrows slightly surprised, and then nods <laughs> approvingly. If, if anything else comes in, I'll help you fight them. I think I can only do a little bit more. I, I don't know. When I get mad, sometimes stuff happens. I, I think I can only do a little bit more, but I can still stab things. I don't think there'll be any... I, there probably won't be anything else tonight. I've never seen so many snatches all in one place at once, though. They usually go in ones or twos. Maybe three for the call. Never mind. The important thing is why are you away? Uh, I had bad dreams like nightmares and then there was fire and the fire burned up all the bad dreams and then I woke up and then I wanted I wanted mama but she wouldn't wake up and then I heard bad noises in the kids rooms and I came in here the little kids, I mean, not like me. And then I came in here, and there were monsters. And then I tried to wake Dad. He wouldn't. Dark Helen, he wouldn't okay. wake up. He wouldn't wake up. He wouldn't wake up. So then I came back to fight the monsters on my own. I don't know why Dark Helen wouldn't wake up. I don't know why Mama wouldn't wake up either. It's okay. They'll they'll wake up sooner or later. It's it's magic. Okay. Fair. It's it's a fairy sleep. You dream of weird things. Fairies have been trying to get into my sleep since I was since I was one. Is that why you're awake? Yeah. That makes sense. I think maybe. I don't know. I I don't know. I I have magic like Mama. I don't know how it works. Because Mama's dad was a um. He wasn't, you know, human. Kaelin says it's alright not to be 100% human. He says he and Uncle Triss aren't 100% human either. Um, Uncle Uncle Triss makes a weird face. <laughs> and then sort of bites his tongue and makes a hmm face. Because <laughs> he has several opinions here, but he's, um, he's enough of a, per- a good person to not um, verbalise them to the traumatised accurate. Yeah. Um... Okay, kid. We're gonna we're gonna stay here for now, and we'll just keep watching and make sure nothing bad happens. And then sooner or later, the magic will be over, and everyone will wake up. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. Wait for morning to come, and let me know if you see a rook around, a blackbird. Right. Yeah. Trust goes to the window and looks out. And that's probably about where we cut back to Caleb. Yeah. Yeah, and 
I think at the point that the um, so we we the camera cuts back to what Kaylin was doing. Yeah, yeah. The camera sort of goes vaguely blue tinted. Yeah, and we see Kaylin. So um, Kaylin did a lot of freaking out. Yeah, and um, a lot of intangible attempts to affect things that he clearly couldn't affect. Yeah, yeah. I imagine the camera is very and much so, showing this as the fight goes on. Yeah, Kaylin runs up and swings at one of the things and just yeah. goes straight through. Okay, Kaylin spends a lot of time incorporeally choking things. Corin kind of you know is clearly worried but also bright enough to recognize when being intangible is being intangible but um and then um as um as like um Tobias starts carrying um Triss starts carrying around the room and disposing of the fake children and carrying Brand and Micah back to the vicinity of their beds Taylor actually alright okay that was the worst thing that I have ever personally witnessed in my whole life and this was already kind of a bad night but it looks like they've got this we should go back to what we were doing I guess that's a hell of a boy right there (laughs) in between being really horrified and really traumatized and sensing my future nightmares are going to be a lot worse I couldn't be prouder of both of them but yeah he did great I wish he'd known I was here, but... Alright, yeah. Let's help Micah and Agash and then get going. We've got a lot of people to help, and me, I shouldn't have... But I just... I had to... I had to know what had happened in case... In case he didn't manage to stop them and they got away with the kids. It's alright, love. Makes perfect sense to me. If they were my... If they were my boys, I'd have done the same. And, um, Kaelin will look round, and at this point I think, um, Tobias and, um, Triss and Tobias are beginning their conversation as Triss yep. settles Tobias onto the chair and gives him a street. And Kaelin will incorporeally, um, stroke Tobias's hair. Thanks for everything. I love you. And, um, then he will look at the incorporeal, uh, I will look at the, um, Tristan, and thank you too, brother. I owe you big time. Come on, let's wait. Let's help Micah. And, and so the two of them disappear into Micah's room. You have seen what Trist did, which is probably not a big surprise. Um, he picked up the corpses, chucked them into what's clearly a bag of holding, went to the window, emptied it out, threw a couple of flaming arrows out the window, and set the whole bloody lot on fire. Yeah. Whereupon they burn like normal corpses would, yeah. you largely imagine. Um, he did do it with a lot of satisfaction on his face, as we said. Because Kaylin sees this and yeah. Tris doesn't know he can see it. Yeah. Yeah, but, um... And Tris is very obviously totally unaware of your presence. He walks yeah. through you several times while yeah. doing this. And, um... He goes to the window, looks out looking for the Nightmare Rook, and doesn't see anything. Kaylin goes to the window and sees the huge moon-blocking burglar yeah. out there. Yes, but the advantage of um, being of having fought off the fairy magic is that you get to wake up. The downside is you don't get to inhabit the dreamscape and fight nightmare rocks. Yeah. I told you when I came, I sensed a handful of people awake around the castle. Uh, there must be people who have enough practice with this, the right sort of magic, that sort of thing. Uh, don't ask me the why fours, but there'll be a few people that can shake it off. Not too many, I imagine. Well, I think there were enough. Even you were hard to wake. 
lucky for me, you've had a bit of experience in the dream world, in the dream, in the world of dreams already. Oh, yeah, and uh, I'd only like to think about the first 20 when I couldn't even sense that you were there. Oh, alright. Let's keep going. And you free Micah, you free Agash fairly easily. Yeah. And you move off away from Triss and um, Tobias. Sitting on the room watching over the, the watching over the little um, brothers and nephews. Yeah. Thorns remain. Yes. Yeah. At some point um, they're obviously going to put them back into their actual beds. Yeah, yeah, I think um you know, um probably I could see like um Triss is still keeping an eye on Tobias in the window and then after uh, uh, after the suite is gone, Tobias says, Should we put them back in their beds? And Triss sort of looks at it and uh I don't know, probably. It's okay, I can do it. Tobias is going to go put the two kids back in beds and settle yeah, them yeah. down with teddy bears. Like what Triss knows about childcare could fit on a postage stamp. Yeah. Zum. This is stuff. Uh, I will do this. This is um. Stroke box into here. You're kind of noisy and you don't know how to play properly yet, but you're still my brothers. And no one's getting you. Oh, yeah. And close scene there. Yeah, and close scene there. It is now 10 to 10. Do you want to leave it there? Yeah, I think so. That was um, that was pretty intense. Or do you want to um, head for the next um, dream and see where you are? Yeah, as a dramatic closeout, yeah. maybe? Yep, sounds good. Okay, yes. So, um, Kaelin and... Um, Having um having taken care having seen to it that the kids are okay in more ways than one, um, Caelan, um is kind of going to move fairly methodically through the castle at this point. I don't think um he's not so worried about um he's worried about his friends, but he's also kind of generically worried about everyone. Yeah. So um Caelan and Corwin kind of just move through the castle doing random people sort of heading along, but heading in the vague vicinity of the Royal Wind, because that's where they're starting from. Yep. And so... Uh, so I, th- I figure, narratively speaking, they can move in whichever direction is most interesting, or I can nominate who they get to first, if you'd prefer. I figure I might just put this as um, the select screen again. The, the arbitrary select screen comes up Do facing it. the player. That sounds great. Uh, and you may pick either of these two options, Van Thorn or Tristan. Ooh... Um, I will go with Van. So I'm thinking his nightmares have got to be pretty damn bad. So we sort of we probably move into Tobias's in the vicinity of Tobias's room and head over here-ish where Van is sleeping. Yeah. Um. And. Van is sleeping in here. Svetlana is, of course, sleeping with him. Um, she is rolling around. Um, 
Hers is not a scene, but you can have the brief precise if you want. Yeah, okay. Caitlin um, uh, would at this point do Svetlana before yeah. Vaughn. That's a, th- there's not even a question. Yeah. So both of these guys, where the kids have been having pretty mild dreams, they're just yeah. sort of twitching and muttering to themselves. Both of these guys have been having obviously violent dreams. The bedclothes have been kicked off. They're thrashing all around the show. Svetlana has a black eye in exactly the same place where Oleg hit her that looks like Vaughn has done it by flailing his arms around well asleep, presumably. Um, When you put your hands on her, you enter her dream, um, where she is standing with a black eye um, in a simple cottage that is basically all it. It's very similar to Oleg's trading post, well clearly being a different building. Mm. Um, It is massively on fire, um, and there is a body in front of her that keeps flickering and changing like the ones you saw at Candlemere between Van and Oleg, and she's basically having a horrendous dream where um, her one of the where her husband has hit her and she's to try her. and contain her power. Well, she's freaking out. Yeah. Her powers are getting out of control, so her husband's hit her to try and restrain her, and then she's reacted and killed him. Yeah. And now she's trapped in this sort of nightmare of her own guilt in this yeah. little burning building. Yeah. Um, and you can bring her around out of this. Yeah. By having her face that this isn't real, this yeah. isn't what happened. Yeah. And et cetera, et cetera. So, so, talks um, soothingly to her and reminds her of reality and helps her to... and helps her to snap out of it. And she settles. One more down. A strong one there, too. Looks like your brother has got a few problems going on. Uh, his nightmares aren't going to be any more fun than hers. We need to get, get her under, this under control. And at least now we know she won't accidentally burn down the castle. Brace yourself for the worst, lad. I, If I had to guess, I'd say we're about to see Vordekai in there. What else could you be more afraid of? Great setup line. Grabs you, puts your hands in, and do you want the? Um, oh yeah, I mean, we, we, this is the, the and, 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 and we get the. We so get you the reach in, waiting to see what horror awaits you, and the first thing you see is bright, beautiful sunlight blinking. Your eyes screw shut in response, and what you hear is music instead, happy music of dun 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 dun. And a woman in white walks down an aisle past you. You are at a wedding. Dun dun dun! dun. dun.